So let's ask an important question. Why are you here? Adult learners, we need to know why. Why are you here? Growth, ready for what's next. What else? Clarity, what else? Remember, conversation, what else? Motivation. Claim our power! Yeah, of course. Finally, obviously, right? (laughs) What else? More clarity? That's right. I think it's actually a simpler thing because everything of what you're saying is speaking around this one topic right here. I think it's about alignment with your purpose and to thrive in your purpose. That's it. That's it. How do we do that? Right? Because it's one thing to align and then another thing to actually thrive in it. What do you think? Like, you can figure out what it is, but does that mean you're going to just automatically have it? Hello? Okay. Just curious. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Could you discover something, align with it, understand it, comprehend it, but then not implement? Of course. Right? So we're going to help you get clarity on how to align, and then it's a training mindset on how to thrive. And here's the thing. For some reason... In the fitness industry, we understand this. It's not like you go to like a four-day gym immersion being like, all right, I did my four-day immersion at the gym for 12 hours a day, and now I'm going to keep my six-pack for life. And then five years later, when you're fat as hell, you're like, that gym shit didn't work. Right? Like, we don't think that. Right? Because training is a lifestyle. And it might take 30, 40, 50, 60 days to create a habit. It takes a life to create a lifestyle. And I'm into lifestyle transformations. I don't like quick fixes. I like quick insights, being very efficient, but I'm not going to bullshit you. There's no magic pill. There's no magic pill, but there are shortcuts. There are ways to be more efficient and there are insights that can help you understand how you work so that you can set yourself up to win. And here's the good news or the bad news, depending on who you are, you can't do it alone, right? You got to have support. So let me ask you another question. When you think about aligning with your purpose, doing your thing, having financial freedom, creating health and wellness, having a relationship, or not having a relationship, (laughs) right, or having a better relationship, you think about the different areas of life, building a business, you think about these things, right? Are you doing it for you or for them? Meaning the people that you love, the people you care about, who are you doing it for? Both? Who's first though? This is the, this, by the way, this is like the meta conversation the world's having right now. Is it for the greater good or the individual? That's what we're trying to figure out. Right? And the thing is, is that you gotta understand that it's both. So here's the thing. You actually have to do it for you. And if that's not motivating enough for now, do it for them, but be willing to feel selfish for them. Because a lot of us are oriented towards other people. What they think, what they're doing, what their well-being is. And we're really good at caretaking, and we have blind spots, and we seem invisible to ourselves. Does that make sense? Right? Think about this. When you think about taking a risk, if there's someone that you love, and you got to take a risk for them, how fast would you do it? What about yourself? After Labor Day. Ah, Labor Day, after Halloween, get the holidays are here, February 14th. (laughs) right? We can be so efficient and caring and loving for others. And then when it comes to us, kind of set that aside. And that's got to stop because you have to beat your best for them to be at their best. And then the other side is 
for those of us that are really good at just doing our thing, right, you got to include other people in your life because the truth is dreams are fulfilled through other people. A team, a family, a tribe, you name it, it takes other people. So you have to be, ask yourself a question, right? Being at your best inspires others because do people pay attention to what you say or what you do? Especially children, what you say or what you do? Don't you wish it was what you said? <laughs> right? No. Kids model you. You are, so the technical term is ontology. Ontology is the beingness, how you be. Right? So how you're being is what people will perceive and see. Are you safe to be around or a threat to be around? Are you encouraging people? Are you isolating? So you have to be at your best for them to be at their best. So we need you at your best. Who's down for this? Let me see if I show hands. Are you down for this? Come on, you guys. Are you down to be at your best? Yes or no? So here's the price. You have to feel selfish to do it. You have to feel a little selfish. Now, it's not actually selfish, but it might feel selfish because we're others-oriented. I will literally go to the ends of the earth for the people that I love. And for me, I'm like, meh. That's a learned practice over time. So are you willing to feel a little selfish? Just a little, not totally selfish. Not like now you're a narcissist, right? But are you willing to feel a little selfish? Okay, awesome. So let's talk about purpose for a second because we've been teaching this content for a while and there are some myths out there about purpose because we teach it and then people are like, well, what about this? What about that? Okay, so first piece of good news is living your purpose brings abundance. It brings abundance, not scarcity. People think, if I live my purpose, I'll be broke. And nothing could be further from the truth. But we have old patterns that are dying that say you have to have a what to get money? A job. What's a job? She's like, it sucks my soul. Oh. Right? Think of it this way. I'm going to make it a little simpler for you. Are you a widget? Are you a widget? Are you sure? Jobs in the old sense of the word is I have a manager telling me what to do and I'm just doing it or I'm a manager telling other people what to do. And they say that to um, forgive is human and to blame other people shows management potential. <laughs> right? And this is the idea is, is that jobs are not, there's nothing wrong with jobs. There are people who are, have jobs, but the people who are doing this work who are on our team are here for a higher purpose. They're here for something because it fulfills their soul. The old mindset of a job is, all you have to do is focus on survival. Do what makes you survive, and that's enough. Is that your standard for yourself? Just surviving? So if that's the case, you have to raise standards. And if you're going to raise your standards, there are going to be people who probably love you and care for you who are going to vehemently disagree with you raising your standards because they appear risky. Does that make sense? But here's the good news, guys. We have client after client after client after client after client after client who, after repetition, implementing what we share, realizing that success is not a threat, they end up transitioning and making the same and more than they were making before, doing meaningful work. That's the good news of today. So scarcity is not real. It just seems real because it's been ingrained in us for generations. And by the way, the generations that came before us had good reason to say that. They went through the depression. Was that a scary time? Was there the internet then? 
No, it's very different today, right? So can you make money? Can you have financial freedom when you live your purpose? Hesitancy in the room. Ah, I think so. (laughs) The answer is absolutely. I'm going to prove it to you. Now, when you align with your purpose, it's also how you take care of your loved ones. A lot of people think I have to choose between them and me. Them and me. It's either my purpose or it's my family. And if it's me and my purpose, I can't take care of them. I can't have both. You can have both. It's not either or. I either live my purpose or I have a family. No, it's both. We live in a world today that allows you to have that. This is a great time to be alive, contrary to media reports. Okay? Globally, there's never been more abundance. Globally, there's never been less slavery. There's still racism. There's still misogyny. There's still chronic illness. There's still lots of problems to solve. Lots of people disagreeing about questions that are good to ask. But net-net, the world's never been better. There's never been more entrepreneurs. And by the way, there's never been more female entrepreneurs than right now. It's a beautiful thing. And we're seeing consistent. It's a very strange thing, guys. I'm a six foot five white guy from Kansas who grew up in the upper middle class training primarily women about emotional trauma and purpose. And a few good guys. In fact, just for a second, could the guys stand up for a second? Let's give these guys a round of applause for God's sakes. Oh, ladies, let them hear you for God's sakes. Guys, thank you for being here. So I'm not anti you. I'm not anti you. Thank you for being here. It's just that there's a, there's a, you know, Warren Buffett talks about how America was built with only 50% of us leading shit. Imagine how good it can be with the other 50% of us are leading shit too, meaning women, right? There's a major rise of women. Women are returning more ROI on venture funds with venture capital than male entrepreneurs are. Women are starting to out-earn their male partners. It creates a different dynamic. There's a new rise happening today, and it's really awesome because it just means that if you add enough value and you can face enough fears and stay consistent and ask for help, you can thrive today. And it means you can have it all. So me personally, I want to build an extremely large business that scales. And if your goal is, I just want to make a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, $50,000 a year, but I want to feel good about it, that's good too. There's lots of people in the room who make different levels. It's not about how much you earn. It's about how you feel while you do it. So if you want to do work that's meaningful to you, that you have financial freedom around, and have loved ones in your life, you can absolutely do that, and we'll prove it to you. Okay? Yes. Also, yes. Also, giving, living your purpose is literally the best gift you can give to people that you love. I don't care about a sale at TJ Maxx. <laughs> okay? That's cool too. All right? But the best gift you can give people that you love or sale at Target, whatever your thing is, right? The best thing you can do is model for people what's possible. Modeling it. And a lot of us are like on the sidelines encouraging people. And you want to know something, guys? The greatest burden a child can bear is the unlived life of the parent. That is the greatest burden. We've all had unlived lives projected onto us. And some of us are probably projecting unlived lives onto, the, onto your kids. They are watching you. They are watching you. So if you, whatever you want them to do, ask yourself a sobering question. Am I doing that too? And if they're not doing it, say, am I not doing it? Right? Because your children are a great reflection of how far you've come and also what you need to be. And so that's a really important thing to understand is literally the greatest gift you can give is your example. Your encouragement is beautiful. Of course, your presence is necessary. It's not just for children. It's for anybody, right? Because here's the thing. If you're in a partnership, a romantic relationship, and you're like, God, I wish my partner would just live their purpose, and you're like in some soul-sucking job yourself, take your own fucking advice. (laughs) 
because that will take the pressure off of them to meet your expectations of your own unlived life. Who follows? Does this make sense? We can be so hard on the people that we love for things we're not doing. And so the goal here is, you know what? I'm ready to be an example, and that's the gift I'm going to give. Now, you might start to, like, break unconscious agreements with your family, and they're like, whoa, 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 hold on a second. But you got to let them know, you know what? I've maybe said this before. I maybe tried to change my life before. This time I'm serious. This time I'm going to go all in. This time I'm not going to have a six-fucking-month plan. I'm going to do this shit now. You ever think about the six-month plan to, like, quit your job or do something? You know what's bullshit about six months? Here's what's interesting. Six months is far enough away where you don't have to take action just yet, and it's close enough to feel relieving. You're like, oh, it's only six months away. And you do that for 20 years, just six months away. (laughs) Right? We want to bring you into the present moment and make decisions now because it's not just about you. It's about setting that example. Who wants to set the example for your loved ones? Let me see if I show hands. That's the name of the game. All right? Because the deal is, guys, when you align with your purpose, you are not abandoning anybody. It can feel like, I'm abandoning my man. I'm abandoning my children. No, you're not. You're showing them how to do it. Right? What you're abandoning is the pattern of survival that kept you there. And we'll get into what that means in a second. Okay? But there's no abandonment. Okay? What you're doing is, upping the game, upping the ante, saying, you know what? I want more, and I'm going to stop just fucking sharing quotes on Facebook, and I'm going to show you. Yes, like posts on Instagram, mostly mine. That's fine. (laughs) Right? But you want to demonstrate it, because just because you follow somebody on Instagram who has the life that you want doesn't mean you're living it. You know, following somebody who's leading an event or leading a retreat or going to Bali and living a free life doesn't mean you are. Right? You might be entrepreneurial, where you might take risks, but entrepreneurs are living it, adding value, creating systems, and replacing themselves, right? So you want, we're looking at the difference between concept, because has there ever been access to more information than now? How much info is out there? Come on, guys, how much? But what does it feel like to take in all this information and know shit, but not be doing it? You have this clear-ass vision board that just sits there gathering dust. You're like, the secret will work. On its own. And you're like, wait a minute, what? I am attracting abundance even now. My bank account didn't change. Right? Have you left your apartment in three weeks? No. But the abundance is coming. How? It's going to show up. The difference between discovering your purpose and following your purpose, you know the difference? Following your purpose is like, it'll just something to follow. Like I'm following the leader. Right? It's something that's going to come find you and then take you. Discovering means you have to participate in it. And here's the thing. If you think you know what your purpose is, it will shift and change. If you don't ask the question, what's my purpose, once a decade, you're not risking enough. You've got to be re-asking that question over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. What's my purpose consistently? And here's the other last thing. Okay, Your pain is a prerequisite for your purpose. What you've been through, I can't tell you why you went through what you went through. I, can't, I don't know why. I can't answer that question. But what I know for sure is whatever pain, and we've all, everyone in this room has been through something painful. They've been through hell and they survived. Everybody in this room. And I don't know why that happened. But what I know for sure is now that it did, you can serve other people and you will find and can find and must find purpose in it. And there's a pathway there. So the trauma, the emotions, the hurt, the pain, what you've gone through, and if you haven't found it yet, you will 
has meaning. Meaning. There's something in it that helps you serve other people. Consider for a second that the process of the pain that you've gone through has given you a perspective that can serve others who have not been as lucky or fortunate or blessed or privileged as you have been to be in a room like this. Because there's a lot of talk today about privilege. You know the greatest privilege is when you're privileged to pass it on, to help other people rise. And it's not about skin color. It's not about race. It's how you use it. Is privilege bad in and of itself? Is privilege bad, yes or no? No, we all want privilege, but it's what you do with it. If you hoard it, then you should share it, <laughs> right? It's about helping someone out and picking them back up. And here's the thing. The best way to help people is when you have empathy and compassion and understanding for what they've been through. So when you realize the shit that I went through was fertilizer, misdiagnosed, hey, I can do something with that and we'll prove it to you. Does that sound good? So what if, consider for a second, you had the perfect trauma for your purpose? What if your parents were just fucked up enough to help you get on the way? What if that were true? What if they were any healthier, you would live a more boring life? You wouldn't be where you were today. I'm not saying it, by the way, everything we talk about will be explanation, not excusing. You have to understand why things are the way that they are. Nothing, there are certain values and belief systems I think should be eradicated from the earth. And what I'm going to help you understand is, okay, but what's the mechanism? It's more scientific. It's not, I'm, I'm not having a moral conversation when we start talking about trauma. I'm talking about the mechanism. Does that make sense? Like the sun rises and the sun sets. It's not personal. It's just a mechanism. It's a pattern. Who follows? Does this make sense? So just consider that. Hey, it's Mastin. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. And before we wrap up, if you found value in this, one of the best ways to get this trauma-informed information to the world, if that's something that you want to do and to be a part of spreading the word, I would be so very grateful if you could leave a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts so that uh, you can review this. And hopefully it's a good review, but please leave an honest review. And especially if you want to leave a five-star review, I would be super stoked on that. But of course, just make it honest. But my goal is to share more trauma-informed information with the world. And I need your help to spread this information and reviews matter. So if you feel called to do that, would very much appreciate it. If you got value from this episode and from this podcast, we very much appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for hearing me out. And if you feel called, please leave a review on Apple or Spotify, and we'll see you in the next episode.